Welcome to Mountain Mama's Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mama's, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. <laughs> women empowering women to adventure. My name is Deborah Moore. And I'm Emily Hacken, and we are your hosts uh, of adventure. <laughs> 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 I just like how much adventure is in. Um, but there's a lot of adventure. There's a lot of adventure. Yeah. There is. <laughs> That's okay. We're very well, luckily we're gonna have adventure today. So yes. adventure, adventure. Um, so excited to have Kayla Cox came back to join us for this wonderful episode to talk about Peru. So for those, we'll just do a really quick refresher. It lives in Taylorsville, Utah but was born in Murray, and she is not exactly as English as the boyfriend. <laughs> but... Sorry, Max. <laughs> On the last episode, she mentioned she was single, but in the last week, she's in... definitely become very committed. <laughs> no, it was, she meant single in the not married form. Um, but I still has those three jobs of the shift lead at Fizz Drinks, coordinator at the Utah Jazz Retail Team Store, and the youth mentor at Oasis Ascent, which I actually pronounced correctly this time. Good job. <laughs> so, yay. All right, and then, fun fact about you. I am the biggest Marvel fan ever. I love Marvel. <laughs> so who's your favorite character? Like, all of them? Or, like, because there's so many them. now. Right? I know. It's hard to keep track of them. My favorite, though, of all time has to be Spider-Man. Really? You're oh, a classic lover. I am. I love Spider-Man. Ever since I was like a little kid, I would always watch the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. I just loved them. And I mean, and I love Tom Holland. I know. So, I mean, Spider-Man's always Who doesn't? <laughs> I work with young women and they all love him as well. So, I know he's a heartthrob. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> I love it. He plays that role very, very well. Like, mm -hmm. very well. Agreed. Um, yeah, and I love how they did such a good job with the movies, making it feel like comic books, in that, how they, like, interweave. I've actually met some people who don't like that fact, where they're like, oh, I have to go back. I'm like, no, it's actually really cool. This is how the comic books are, though, is they interweave, and you have this story ah. meshing with that one. Like, that's how it actually is supposed to be. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why it gets really super confusing. I remember back in <laughs> Back in, the, back in the day, back in the day, I remember being like, I want to like start reading comic books and like figure this stuff out. So I'm like, I like X-Men. And then I like looked, I'm like, oh, I don't even know where to start. Like I got so confused. Right? Yes. So thankfully with like the movies, it's not that confusing. Like you can actually find these little timelines and be like, okay, we're going to start. My and husband and I totally her. binged that. Like, it was yeah. great. And I'm like, I feel so educated now. I know it all now. <laughs> At least everything on TV. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's, that's so cool. So super Thank cool. You. Oh, I love it. That's a very, very fun. Very, very fun. And they are they're great movies, though. And great characters in the movies and out of the movies, so. Exactly. So, awesome. All righty. Well, um, we just barely scratched the surface with Peru last time, so we're going to talk a little bit more about your adventure there. And, awesome. and Akela went to, it was in November, no, two months ago, right? Mm -hmm. 
two months. So she's just recently been in Peru. So this is awesome. I love hearing about all these like very like current, like these things were happening, these places and these people and all that are still there. So yeah. right? it was yeah. almost like she was on assignment because I <laughs> asked Kayla before going, I was like, do you want to be on a podcast because you're going to Peru? And she, you need to have some misadventures and remember them and journal them all for us. No. And she was like all in. She was all <laughs> oh, in on so this. Cool. So cool. So cool. Honestly, it helped me remember things a lot better because sometimes I feel like I just, uh, little details like skip my brain, but this time I remembered everything so well. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I remember, you know, especially the names in Peru. They right. have very long names, the city names. Like I think your pronunciation's beautiful. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so you're going to take us to, we have a couple stories we want to do today. Mm-hmm. All um, right. The catacombs you wanted to talk about. In Lima. How cool. I didn't even know they had catacombs in Lima. It's crazy. There's so much in Lima since, like, I mean, it was taken over by Spaniards in the 1500s. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of, like, deep-rooted history there. And, like, yeah, they have catacombs there. Um, this museum it was uh, the Museum in the Covent of San Francisco. Um, and everything... Covent? Like, what does Covent mean? Or, like... Convent? Or convent? Convent? Oh, okay. Convent. <laughs> Let me really try that one more time. <laughs> we got... Okay. Right now, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Um, we got to tour the museum in the convent of San Francisco, where everything there is, like, authentic, and it's preserved. Um, from, like, all the way back in the 1500s. So, from the 1500s. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really cool. It's, like, it's, like, to the point where you can't, like, even take pictures, because mm-hmm. they don't want anything there to, like harm anything like inside of there because it Mm -hmm. is all so authentic um which is something that really like almost was a culture shock because you know in the u.s you go to museums and everything there's like fake like it looks all very (laughs) real but like those aren't real dinosaur bones or like you know just like like, like like plaster casts or yeah like the re the renovation version of that exactly the fossil version yeah exactly so it's like it's not (laughs) actually real but in this place, every single thing there was real. Of course, they did, like, you know, some remodeling, like, to make sure that the place was, like, stable. They didn't want mm-hmm. everything to come crashing down. But, um, like, most of the decorations, like, everything there was so real. And it was the coolest thing. Um, in the catacombs, it was just underneath the building um, or underneath the temple. And um, there's an estimated 30,000 people. 30,000 people there. under? Goodness. Wow. And you like got to see all of the bones, like just right there in your face. Are they just like? Is it like a? Because I've been in sort sort of like a under a church in in uh, Europe when you went down under the church and it was like a like a super creepy stairway and then it goes down <laughs> and then it's like rooms or sometimes there'll be like walls with cutouts for bodies, you know, and just like yes. a hallway of that. Is it kind of like that? Or Yeah, it was a lot like that. It was also a little bit more maze-like. It was like there Well, 30,000 people, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was huge. There were like different levels too. I mean, there was like, there's one main level where you can go. Um, but yeah, it was like almost like exploring a maze. I got so turned around in there. Thank mm-hmm. goodness I had a tour guide. Otherwise, it would have been stuck there. But it was like every corner, there was like very, every like corner was super small. And it was all like, you know, only, you can only have like one person in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, very much so single file. And like the rooms were short, like it wasn't super tall. Like it was all very, very close and like claustrophobic almost Mm -hmm. um but there were a few rooms that were kind of big where they had a lot of different bones they would a lot of time they would organize each like each area was designated to a certain bones you had in one area a pit of skulls and another one a bunch of they do that in italy too (laughs) really the capuchin the capuchin crypts are like that where they'll actually make 
um, like lamps, like or like chandeliers out of rib bones and like Whoa. like a wall of a flower made from like different like scapulas and I mean, like, but oh it's gosh, like but yeah, very like it was similar. a totally different view of the dead, you know. Like they exactly. use their and then I think it was. I mean, we assume it was considered an honor, you know, to be <laughs> for you to be used as like art in this under. This church, but yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd always wondered because I have not actually been in catacombs. I'd always wondered why it was always like just skulls because I was just thinking the same thing. I'm like, well, where's the rest of them? There's a whole lot of them. I didn't realize they were just like dismembered or scattered throughout. Yeah, or they're, or they're you know like they were like the monastery or the you know the convent workers were like, well, well, now that they've like. You know, past. deconstructed. That's the word I was thinking. No, just like this just makes more sense to put everybody and like make everyone. You know, I, I'm assuming it's a very reverent thing. You know, and like you know <laughs> that we put. You know, we just keep you organized. Not that anyone could ever find your all your parts now, but yeah. <laughs> but yes, like yeah, maybe exactly. it was just, no, it was a different world. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, on the tour they said like it was such an honor to be buried there. Like, yeah, it was a very that's what big it is. deal. So yeah, like being buried there. I mean, all these people wanted to be there mm-hmm. so I guess yeah it was kind of it was interesting how they were all arranged like you had like a skull in the middle and then like femurs like outside of it almost looking at like a flower yeah yeah so like very artistic yeah exactly and it just it kind of blew my mind just like how authentic everything in Peru is like even like even the food there this is very off topic but like even the food there like every single day they transport like fresh food every single day they don't ever like freeze the food i mean they do like to keep it you know obviously like mm-hmm. so you don't get sick but they don't ever have like just straight up freezer food like it's all very fresh and very real right yeah not mm-hmm. a lot of prepared or processed stuff yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly which is very different like mm-hmm. i just it, i wasn't expecting it and so yeah just being able to see everything in that museum just being so authentic like there's even a library there that was i mean just ancient like 1700s wow. like it had it was a huge library of like about twenty five thousand books I mean, just huge. And you got to see there was beautiful chandeliers, circle staircases. Mm-hmm. It kind of looked like, you know, Beauty and the Beast, Bells uh-huh. of the Library. It was so cute. And it was really cool to see, like, every single book in here about philosophy and, like, theology, all that cool stuff. Like, all of it was very real, which was so interesting. Did you just want to, like, go grab a book yes. and be like, I, I just want to read, mm-hmm. like, I mean, could I, if I, I don't know if I would. I just, in, just, just in like the smell of the. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, just to hold it and like see. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so. I'm just like cool. the full. Like if you could read that, you know, read the text and like what were their thoughts on philosophy mm-hmm. and like you know even religion or I don't know whatever you totally know the, you know even herbalism or whatever stuff they were writing and recording like. That'd just be fascinating, you know? Oh, oh my that'd gosh. That'd be so great. It was awesome. Coolest thing ever. I think that was probably one of my favorite parts about the trip was that, that library. Uh, <laughs> it was so awesome. I think it's awesome. I feel like that's mm-hmm. neat. Like, you do the touristy stuff, but sometimes, like, it's the off-beaten, the bat-beaten path yeah. things that, like, just strike your soul. You're like, or, like, it'll be, like, a conversation you had with somebody. Or, like, you're like, oh, like, we're sisters. Or, like, you know, you just, totally. those are the things that really make, I feel like, travel just awesome. Exactly. Yeah. I know. That was exactly like just being able to see how, again, like how similar we all are, even like in hundreds and hundreds of years ago, like we still yes. share the same love for things and mm-hmm. just things like that. Oh my gosh. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, and then you wanted to share another. Oh my goodness. All um, of the animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I was going to say, oh, even oh. when you were talking about like how hundreds of years ago, I remember there's even, I'm totally paraphrasing, but there was a, like a thing, a complaint of how like, the kids don't respect their elders and this and that. Ooh. And it was 
but it was from like the time of Sophocles. So <laughs> clearly, this is all. So clearly, elders have always felt like the, the youth, no didn't, these, youth didn't respect them, and the youth have always felt like you don't get us. Right? <laughs> like this has just always been. Oh, that takes the pressure off, <laughs> right? Like that's always gonna be that. Thing. It's yeah. always gonna be that way, right? <laughs> so, some things never change, I guess. <laughs> right ah. um throughout like the entire like little city of down like almost it wasn't downtown but like the main historical area you know where the government's palace is like all that stuff there was like this one building that i remember that stood out to me and it was right by the museum and it was like an old pirate ship lookout what? <laughs> yeah like you got to see like the big bell that they would have used like you got to see the deck where they got to just look out and like stare at the ocean and see if there's any pirates coming around. Like again, it was just, oh my gosh, the like history nerd in me was freaking out. It was the coolest ever. Because when you can go up somewhere and like touch the stones or like someone like touched like hundreds of years ago. Like I just love that. You're like, like you're talking about authenticity. Like that's Mm -hmm. the neatest thing. You're like, I'm just going to, like if I could just feel the energy or the history of or just see the images of people that were in this place you know exactly. like what would what would the rocks tell you ah it's just cool i know it's like it's oh cool. my gosh exactly i'm glad you understand i feel the same way <laughs> oh no that was oh that sounds so cool so cool <laughs> so to just like awesome. soak that in awesome oh i love that all right Sweet. and then yes and then you were talking about some animals in peru oh yeah there were, oh my goodness, animals galore. If you love animals, you will love Peru because there are animals everywhere. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are, like, okay, most of them are strays. Mm-hmm. But there are, like, some designated areas where, like, the animals. And then the strays are home. usually, those are usually, like, dogs, you know, mostly exactly. dogs. I exactly. Yeah. Mostly dogs. Yeah, lots of dogs. Um, uh, there's a few cats, but yeah, for the most part, it was just dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Lima, so like our second day um, in Peru, we got to go to this uh, park. It's called Kennedy Park, but nicknamed Cat Park because mm-hmm. in this park, there are little kitties throughout. And there's like little places where there's like their food bowls and water. <laughs> and there's just a bunch of cats. It's a cat preserve. It, it, it was so cute. And like oh, something that was fun. so interesting, like, the kids, like, weren't chasing after the cats, like, how you would expect, like, yeah. you know, people to do. Like, it was very much so, oh, the cats are just chilling here. Like, they might come up to you, maybe. But, like, it was so mm. interesting to just see them exist in a park, and they're not, I don't know. It was just so cool to just be able to see them. And one of them, I have two cats of my own. Mm-hmm. And one of the cats <laughs> Can you tell you're a cat person? I, yeah. I, I, I love, love cats. Those are so cute. One of these cats um, looked exactly like the one that I had at home, except so much skinnier. Mm-hmm. It was the coolest thing. And again, Aww. it was another thing that I'm like, familiarity mm-hmm. reminds me of home. Because mm-hmm. Peru, like this was my very first time being out of the country. And my very first time like being completely separate from my parents like Mm -hmm. not having any parents any people that I really knew super well I kind of just felt like out on my own so it was so cute being able to see these little cats Mm -hmm. just enjoying themselves Um, (laughs) it was so stinking cute oh and and like you said that like I love that the locals and everything like they're so respectful because like you said yeah I would expect like kids being jerks and chasing around or whatever so I love right? that they're just like what no we're just be respectful of the cats and- exactly that was a big thing I learned was like respect is such a big thing there like mm-hmm. you just need to be respectful to people and like animals there it was mm-hmm. so cool um that was our first encounter of me being kind of shocked about the animals that were there 
there was a second encounter where they're uh, in Oyan Taitambo, and there were just tons of dogs just everywhere. I have never seen so many dogs in my life just walking the streets. There are probably more dogs than humans mm-hmm. on the streets, which was crazy. Um, they were also cute, but like you're not supposed to touch them because they could have fleas and, mm-hmm. and rabies. Yeah, yeah. it's like you just don't want to mess with them, but. It was so hard. Again, they're just so stinking cute. And, like, they're all mutts, so they all, like, just look different from each other. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it killed me. Um, but one of my favorite things in Oyan Taipambo um, was the llamas that were just chilling outside my hotel room. <laughs> they were just there. Like feral so- llamas? <laughs> well, it was, like, I think the, the people of the hotel, like, owned them. I think, but they were just wandering. Like, uh-huh. just they stayed on the premises of the hotel, but like I didn't know if they were pets necessarily. I don't know. But uh-huh. they had them and they they were so cute. It was like those were ones where it was kind of like, okay, you, you can pet them if they let you pet them. Yeah. So me and like uh me and a bunch of people in our group, we were all like, okay, we're allowed to pet these llamas, so we're gonna try our best to pet the llamas. <laughs> and that was our goal. Whenever we would come home from the service project. Uh, we would try our best to, like, get these llamas to come towards us. And so, like, we'd, like, get, you know, hay or whatever and just be like, come on, llama. Or, like, try to sneak <laughs> up behind it and see if we could pet it. And then one day, I finally got to pet a llama. And it was so soft. Like, they look, because, I mean, they look like they're kind of matted a little bit. But uh-huh. They yeah. are so soft. It's the mm-hmm. coolest thing. So, What I, was your secret? Like, how did you get it to finally, or how did you get to finally pet it? Honestly, I just waited until the morning. Because at night, they were like, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm just trying to eat my food. But in the morning, like, they had gotten the rest. It was nice and they're, they're morning llamas. Exactly. <laughs> they're morning llamas. So it was just so cute. <laughs> they were so friendly and nice uh, in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's nice and, because, like, right? normally, like, alpacas are, like, I've heard... Like, as far as people who just oh, have crazy. them. The alpacas are, like, the ones who are much more, like, soft and sweet and will come to you. And llamas are, like, the don't-touch-me energy. Ah, uh, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So that's cool that you had, like, so you said. kudos like, to that. Yeah. Right? Thank that's you, llama. <laughs> right? So cool. Did um, you ever go, llama face? I did quote. I did quote Emperor's New Group a lot of times during that whole time. <laughs> it was so awesome. Except they had cute llama faces. They were yes. like, no, no, they had cute llama faces. Right? <laughs> and then uh, that was probably, that was like, again, another highlight. I just loved it. Um, there was a see, another encounter, um, and it was a petting zoo just right outside of Cusco. Um, probably like maybe 20 minutes. Um, and this petting zoo, they had alpacas, llamas, little baby deer. They had like these big old (laughs) birds. I don't even know what they were called, but they were huge. Um, probably like a wingspan of like seven feet, like just giant birds. And we got to pet, we didn't get to pet the birds, but we got to pet the baby deer, the alpacas, Mm -hmm. the llamas. Oh my goodness. It was so cute. And there was this one alpaca. Oh my goodness. It was like crazy. Cause like we had hay. Mm-hmm. And we tried to feed them, and this one, like, ate all of my hay in, like, three seconds. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to give it. Because there was, like, probably 15 or 20, like, alpacas just surrounding us. And uh-huh. this one just ate all my hay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to feed any other alpaca. But it came up to me, and I got to pet it while uh-huh. I fed it for the whole three seconds. Which was lovely. Um, oh, and there was also, there's a Peruvian hairless dog that they had there, too. Mm-hmm. It was, 
I don't know. I like hairless cats, surprisingly. I think they're super cute. And hairless dogs, not that cute. No. Pretty ugly. Pretty ugly. But it was just, it was a sweetheart. It was just chilling. Sometimes they're so cute because they're so ugly. They're so so ugly. They're cute. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot lot of them have their, like, tongues hanging out, too. And it just adds to the life. Like Dante, the little dog from Coco. Yes. That ugly little thing. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Has my heart forever. (laughs) But, yeah, there were just so many animals there. It just, again, it just blew my mind just seeing all of, like, these all of them. Like, it was just so cool, especially mm-hmm. the llamas and alpacas, because you hear about those in, like, Disney movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Emperor's New Groove, and then, boom, it's, like, right there in your face, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you're real. They really do live there. <laughs> <It's> true, right? <laughs> no, because sometimes it's like, oh, like, I see it so much that, like, oh, like, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't, like, I don't know, you just don't realize that it's actually real, mm-hmm. but then, like, when it's right in front of you, it's, like, a whole new experience. I feel like it's so, like, when right you go to there. other countries, like, yes. like we have deer where, where here in the live. U.S., yeah. and you're just, like, you see deer all over, and you're, like, ah, you know, but, like, you go, like, you're Peru, and you're, like, it's the same thing. They have, like, llamas everywhere, and everyone's, like, yeah, llamas, mm-hmm. but you're, like, yeah, it's amazing. I don't like mm-hmm. it's real. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's amazing. And well, even like you were saying, like seeing something in its actual natural habitat, like, yeah, it would it would be the same for me. Like if I saw like a chinchilla in South America, because like oh, that's cool. where they're they're from, but you store. So actually seeing them like, <laughs> run around with their little fluffiness would be like, oh my gosh. So exactly. Oh, I had so much fun shopping. I, again, I am wearing a ring. They have like this turquoise. There it's a little llama ring it's with different colors. Oh, with the with the Peruvian flag colors, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it was super super cool. Um, I did lots of shopping there in the Pisac Market within the Sacred Valley. Um, they also had baby alpacas that you could hold. <laughs> oh. Who does not want to do that? Right? No, I, it was it only cost uh, one soles, mm-hmm. and I only had a 50 bill. So I couldn't, I, then they didn't, she didn't have change for like 49. So, yeah. so I didn't get to hold them, but there was so much shopping there. And just again, like being able to, I don't know, just see all the beautiful bright colors because that's like the big thing are beautiful bright colors, you know, made from different plants or different animals, um, like to give them that like vibrant color. Oh, it was just so beautiful. Everything there was just so bright and colorful Mm -hmm. and it just, I mean, summer in Utah is beautiful too, but there's just something about being able to see the tropical trees and the vibrant sky. I mean, it's just so awesome. Yeah. South America is a great place. I feel like South and Central America are awesome places to visit because it's in our time zone in the U.S. Yes. So you're not crossing Mm -hmm. an ocean. And then the prices are so much cheaper than, like, Europe, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love Europe for sure. But, like, if you're on a budget, you know. Yeah, Central mm-hmm. and South America is a way to go for sure. Yeah, that's... Learn some Spanish. Just not, you don't have to learn a ton, but you know enough to be nice, and then mm-hmm. go like just get down there. Exactly. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> or Portuguese if you're going to Brazil. It kind of depends on where you're going. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then if it's the native languages, then smiling. <laughs> and do your best smile and wave. I guess. <laughs> As there, you guys did. You can learn like yes, no, please, thank you. The numbers to five, and you can do anything. I think. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I think everybody like, that I've ever met when traveling other places, they just appreciate the attempt. You know, like yeah. like a yeah. genuine attempt of like Even learning. Even the French, if you say bonjour before anything, then they will, like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Like you're saying, you just be nice wherever you are. And that's mm-hmm. good. It'll yeah. help you out. That is the big, the big thing. Well, thank you so much, Akela, for sharing your stories with us today. 
Thank you for having me. So fun. <laughs> Yay. And um, to hear more fun, exciting stories from women like uh, Kayla, um, click on the subscribe and like and all that stuff. And we're just glad you're joining us today. Feel free to check out our website, mtmamas.org. <laughs> That's a lot of M's. Anyway. <laughs> but you anyway. said it beautifully. <laughs> Anyway, but yes, feel free to check us out. And then um, the more you like stuff, then the more women can hear these stories and men and children and all the listeners. <laughs> want to listen with your dogs or your cats. They can hear it too. <laughs> um, that's it for today's adventure. Join us next time. And as always, remember, a woman's place is in the mountains. <laughs>